0: You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels.
1: Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are celebrating Purdue's top students that will be recognized during next weekend's commencement uh, for their achievements during the 2020-21 academic year. I'm excited to feature a couple of those students on this week's podcast this year's top female and top male student, And we will start with ladies first. It is my privilege to welcome into the podcast, the university's top female student and recipient of the Flora Roberts Award, Sasha Kipnis. Sasha, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, taking your time to talk to me about this. This is an exciting time for you, you're graduating. You yeah. just received a major award, so this is really cool. So excited. We'll talk about the award here in just a few minutes, but before we do that, let's let listeners and viewers just get a chance to learn a little more a little more about you kind of talk about um where you're from and how you got to purdue
2: yeah so um i'm originally from cupertino california so very tech heavy area you know apple headquarters was my next door neighbor so um both my parents were software engineers kind of all throughout my elementary middle and high school so i ended up at purdue um, kind of weirdly enough, I didn't even really know what Purdue was um, until my college counselor in high school told me to apply saying they had a good computer science program. Um, and I didn't even really know I wanted to do computer science until my senior year of high school when my dad, who was a software engineer, told me to pursue this um, summer program called Girls Who Code, where I got to kind of learn how to code. And then I was like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. So I ended up applying to college for computer science and ended up going to Purdue. I didn't really, really realize how awesome of a school it was until I applied and visited and everything.
1: Well, awesome. We're glad you made that choice. And it sounds like it's worked out very well for you. Can I yeah, talk
2: definitely.
1: Obviously, you touched on the computer science, talk about what you did study at Purdue. And I guess you kind of already answered the next question I was going to have is what led to that. Um, yeah, just kind of talk about your studies at Purdue.
2: Yeah, definitely. So um started, well, I guess I can go back to when I got into Purdue. Um, my mom was actually the first person to, um, I guess, kind of support me in going, because no one in my family had been out of state for college before. So it was a big deal to come out of state. And then kind of coming to Purdue, I was really nervous um, with computer science because I didn't have a ton of experience as like typically computer science students do have. Um, so in my first semester, um, I did well in like grades wise, but I was very stressed all of the time. Like the entire semester was like, what is going on? I feel like I'm so behind in everything, but I had really, really good professors um, and made really good friends that kind of helped me through it all. And then kind of going into my second semester, I was able to get a lot more involved um, in different activities related to computer science and kind of explore other minors and majors, or not majors, minors and certificate programs and things like that to kind of um, support my computer science degree as well.
1: Yeah, talk about that. It was, so about second semester is when you kind of got settled in and kind of was learning yeah. about there. Yeah.
2: So I got kind of involved in Computer Science Women's Network, which is the big organization that kind of shaped a lot of what I was doing, and um, this service learning course called Mentors for Aspiring Girls in Computing, where I've been involved in it every semester since my first semester freshman year, but we go to the local schools and teach young girls how to code, um, really with the emphasis of helping close the gender gap in computer science and in the tech industry, and that's something I'm really passionate about. Um, So with computer science women's network I was actually elected um, within like my first week of freshman year as the social media director just you know I applied and I got it and then I got really involved and at the end of freshman year I was um, elected as president for the sophomore year so I got to do a lot of work with that kind of end of freshman year beginning and all the way throughout my sophomore year Um, so kind of in tandem with that working with The mentors for aspiring girls in computing and just teaching young girls how to code really shaped a lot of my, I guess, passion for diversity and accessibility in the computer science space. So, yeah.
1: That's pretty awesome. Congrats to you. That's really cool. Let's talk about those things you were involved in already that you said and uh, any other events or groups or whatever that you might have been involved in, just kind of those memories you're taking away from Purdue.
2: Yeah, definitely. So I think my most memorable one, which came at the end of junior year and throughout my entire senior year was being tapped for Purdue's Mortar Board, the National Honor Society that kind of recognizes 40 incoming seniors for scholarship service and leadership and first of all, it was like a huge honor to be even selected for that and tapped for that as you know I've gone through the selection process for the selecting the new class and it's um, uh, it takes a lot to kind of get in involved in the organization so I'm like really honored that I was even selected for it and then um, I served as the reading as leading director which kind of pairs with my passion for helping kind of young um, underrepresented students where we ran a bunch of events um, to help um, kind of promote childhood literacy at our local schools and obviously COVID impacted those would-be in-person events into being um, virtual and had to deal with a lot of that um, chaos but I think being in Mortarboard allowed me to A, meet people outside of my major, because really all of my friends were in the computer science space up until the end of junior year. And then B, just meet like really awesome people at Purdue. I got to meet like some of the most involved and passionate and driven students ever. And I made some of my best friends. And I'm kind of sad that it was only a senior year thing because I only, like, I wish I knew these people before senior year. Um, so yeah, Mortarboard was a really big part of my involvement at Purdue as well.
1: Awesome. You mentioned earlier, the, you know, trying to close that gender gap and, and open up things for women in technology. You, you've, you've had a, a deal with the adversity of COVID, uh, unfortunately, yeah. your senior year and the last yeah. senior year as well. Talk about just, you know, your experience both both, you know, the women technology thing and through the adversity of COVID, how that's kind of helped prepare you for life beyond Purdue.
2: Yeah, I think so. Growing up in the Silicon Valley, I grew up in this very sheltered space where, pretty much everyone, you know, I had the newest iPhone every time it came out, like everyone's parents were software engineers, like everyone knew what technology was. And it wasn't really until I came to Indiana that I realized that not really everyone had the same access to technology that I had growing up. And it was just like such a thing that I took for granted before I came to Purdue. And I would even talk to some of my peers who were from Indiana or just like other spaces that weren't the Silicon Valley and just comparing our experiences and like how lucky I was to have that accessibility to tech that I did growing up um, really opened my eyes to how a lot of people didn't have that access. And then realizing, especially with COVID showing like how important technology is, um, and increasingly, like, even without COVID, like every year, there's new advancements of technology, and things are just becoming more and more, like virtual and remote and technical. And then again, COVID kind of exacerbated that by making things virtual. Um, I kind of that added to that passion of really trying to make sure that like everyone, regardless of their socioeconomic status or where they live or how much money their family makes, has access to like computers and wi-fi and being able to learn how to code because again um I think in the next 10 years everyone like knowing how to code is going to be the same as like knowing how to use Microsoft Word or just using Google Docs so um, I guess all of that kind of combined made me realize that I really want to support um helping people in maybe less privileged areas get access to that technology and then I'm hoping to kind of pursue that into my career following graduation as well.
1: That's awesome. We'll talk a little bit about post-graduation here in just a minute, but before we do that, I do want to come back to what we started with, uh, the Flora Roberts Award. Congratulations again on that. That's so exciting. (laughs) Um, For those who don't know, uh, just kind of explain what the Flora Roberts Award is.
2: Um, Yeah, so the Flora Roberts Award, um, I didn't know what it was until I won it. (laughs) So I might not do the best job explaining it, but I think um, overarchingly, uh, it's an award that recognizes the top female graduating student at Purdue, um, kind of not just focused on grades, um, but overarchingly their service to Purdue and the community, their leadership, their um, academics, um, scholarship. So kind of, I guess, recognizing someone well-rounded and that kind of has participated in all those different pillars that Purdue really
1: values. You, I think, hit the nail right on the head uh, based off what I was reading too. So (laughs) just talk about receiving that award, your reaction when you found out you were named that.
2: Yeah, so I was actually in, um, so the, I mentioned mentors for aspiring girls in computing, it's the, the acronym for it is MAGIC, so if I say MAGIC, that's the course I'm referring to, but I was actually in the course MAGIC during, um, you know, our normal class time, and then the um, two woman that I had never like seen before were like, hi, is this um, magic? Is Sasha here? And I was really confused what was going on. And then Sean, who is um, was is the interim K through 12 outreach director who has been leading the class the past year and a half, um, started admitting all of my family and friends, like my grandparents, my mom, my sister, all my friends at Purdue, some of my home friends onto this call. And um, actually on the video, you can see my eyes like darting around the computer, seeing all my friends um, getting invited to this call. And I was I'm um, kind of like obviously really frazzled and overwhelmed and confused with everything that was going on and then I kind of understood that I was winning this big award. Um, it was actually funny because they were like congrats you won the Flora Roberts award and I didn't really know what that meant and then they kind of went into explaining what it meant and I was like oh wow this is kind of a big deal um, and then um, it got kind of like emotional when everyone was like sharing stories about me and, and um, like my professor spoke and my family and everything and it was really um, there's some tears shed in the middle of it too, and it was really um, probably one of the best days that I've had um, at Purdue so far. It was really great.
1: That's awesome. So was it all virtual for everybody, or is it anything in person?
2: Um, it was all virtual. Um, but yeah, I think it's actually interesting because I was talking to my friend about how I think it being virtual, um, was actually nice because, you know, my grandparents who live in California and my mom, who was abroad in Germany at the time, um, my sister who lives in New York, they were all able to, um, kind of be a part of it. And if it was in person, I guess, otherwise they wouldn't have been, um, like day of obviously. So I guess the virtual part of it was
1: cool too. That's cool. And then they all kept this a secret from you, huh?
2: yeah definitely i'm usually actually pretty good at like figuring out um like surprises and like i'm not very good at keeping myself from figuring out surprises but this they did a really great job i had no idea
1: (laughs) that's cool and i know you kind of touched on but just your your reaction is you're seeing all these people you recognize join the screen and you know they're all there for you and i mean what's going through your head as this all unfolding
2: yeah i i think that um I have made it very clear to all of my friends and family how much I love Purdue, and a lot of my family, you know, my family immigrated to America from Russia, and they, my sister went to college in California, my mom went to college in California, my dad went to college in California, so um, they, like, I was the first one to go out of state, and um, I think it was, like, really emotional, like, seeing the impact that Purdue had on me, and the impact, I guess, that I was able to get, leave at Purdue, um, even though it was kind of, you know, pretty so far away from home, but I felt so honored to be able to kind of share that impact that the university had on me and I had on the university with my family. Um, and I think the them being part of that award made it really special because they got to kind of really see it all in action and see all my friends that I've made and all the professors that I've made relationships with and everything. So that was really great.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Who would have thought, you know, you picture this four years ago and you you pack up and move a couple thousand <laughs> miles in the Midwest, right? <laughs>
2: Right, right. Well, I actually toured Purdue with just, it was me and my sister, she's older, and she took me on a tour to Purdue. And I was like, what the heck are we doing in Indiana? Like, I, you know, like, and then I came to campus, and I loved it. And I was like, okay, I have to go here. Like, we have to convince um, everyone that this is like the best school for me. And everyone was like a little apprehensive about it. But obviously, it worked out really well. So
1: sure. That's so awesome. Uh, Purdue, you know, you know, bleed black and gold for the day I die. And, you know, campus has gotten better and better every year, too. I mean, I mean, the 16 years now? gosh, 17 years since I've graduated. It's just, it just gets better every year. Well, I mean,
2: even oh. like in the four years I've been here, the new arch near the union has been built. Walk was just getting finished up right when I came. I know the co-rec was pretty new too. So I've, it's been awesome being able to like experience part of the change and growth as well in just four years.
1: That's awesome. Um, what we, you know, as you kind of reflect on the last four years, what, what do you take away from your experience at Purdue?
2: I think the biggest thing is that I think everyone has very different backgrounds um, and every person, even if you're from the same neighborhood, like everyone's family is different and everyone comes from different spaces and different experiences. And I think that those experiences really shape who you are. And I think it took me, again, kind of breaking out of that Silicon Valley bubble to realize that um, you don't have to live in the Silicon Valley to have this amazing tech career or there's people who live in like all different kinds of places from all different kinds of backgrounds that just like have these incredible experiences that really shape who they are. And I think leaving Purdue, I'm so lucky to have been able to meet so many people and professors and faculty and staff who are just genuinely like kind and amazing people. Um, And I think taking that experience with me into kind of as I pursue my full-time career, I'm eager to kind of be a little bit more open to meeting people with diverse backgrounds and then like listening to their experiences and using their experiences to fuel the decisions I make and fuel the impact that I want to have on the world once I graduate.
1: That's awesome. Well said there, Sasha. And (laughs) speaking of career graduations next week, can you believe this is already here?
2: yeah that is like I every time I do something it's like the last something like tomorrow is my last final ever at Purdue and you know today I guess is my last Wednesday at Purdue and um, I think that it's like very emotional because I just love college I um, yeah I'm like kind of sad to be like obviously very happy to kind of start building my life and start having my career but Every time I like hang out with someone, I'm like, this could be the last time we hang out for a year. Um, It's kind of emotional. But again, like I'm so thrilled that I like have all this amazing experience behind me to kind of, you know, feel me forward.
1: That's awesome. Well, uh, speaking (laughs) again, of of career stuff, uh, goals or anything career wise set up after college or stuff? Yeah,
2: so um, I've known since since September, so it's been like seven or eight months since I've been um, preparing, I guess, but I'll be working at Capital One in Washington, D.C. starting in August as a product manager, so really focused on making sure that whatever tech product or team that I'm working on that the product that Capital One is making is accessible and user-friendly and all the tech behind it is kind of ethical and you know it works best for the users that are using it. Um, so I'm excited for that too.
1: That's awesome. So when do you start?
2: Um, I start August 16th. So I'm thinking of moving like early August to DC. I've never actually been to DC obviously. Normally the interview would have been, I guess in person and they fly me out which obviously <laughs> wasn't the case. But everyone I talked to says, Um, They think I'll love Washington, D.C., and I'm especially excited to be in that city because I'm hoping eventually to kind of get into policy and legislation um, related to tech. So um, I guess that's like a good place to be for that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Good for you. That's awesome. My my brother used to live out in that area, so I've been out there a couple of times. It's it is certainly a a beautiful place. (laughs) So awesome. Well, Sasha, congratulations to you again. That's such an exciting time for you. And I'm so thankful uh, for your time on the podcast.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, again, love Purdue, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to kind of share how much I love it and kind of leave my impact on the university.
1: Awesome. Well, you take care and boil her up. Thank you. All right, now it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast. My second guest for this episode, Purdue's top male student and recipient of the GA Ross Award, is Zach Marshall. Zach, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I am doing
0: very well. Thank you for having me on.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure to have you on. Congratulations on the award. We'll Get into that in a few minutes, but uh, how, how's it going? How's finals week treating you? Uh,
0: finals week this uh, this semester has been a, a bit intense, but um, <laughs> happy to uh, to be finishing up and excited for what's beyond graduation.
1: Awesome. Well, before we jump into kind of all that stuff, let's let our, let's go back a little bit. And let our listeners get to know a little bit more about you. And just start us off, where are you from? And then how did you get to your way to Purdue?
0: Yes, Uh, so I am originally from Orland Park, Illinois, about 20 miles southwest of the city of Chicago. Um, And I'll be graduating in a couple of weeks with um, dual degrees in aeronautical and astronautical engineering from the School of Aeronautics and Astronautics and Aerospace Financial Analysis from the School of Aviation and Transportation Technology, uh, along with a certificate in Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Um, I I came to Purdue and and was fascinated by aviation and aerospace at, at a young age. Um, I I lived under the Southwest approach path into Chicago's Midway International Airport. And my passion for aerospace started by just watching a ton of planes, uh, mostly Boeing 737s fly by. And uh, while some people may take issue with the resulting noise, I for one loved it. And um, I've always been captivated by the complexity and majesty of powered, uh, heavier-than-air flight. Um, I've always been inclined toward math and science, and I've long followed trends in aviation and aerospace. uh, from the commercial air transportation system all the way to the national defense industry. Um, I'm fascinated by the evolving and emerging technologies in aerospace and that uh, kind of an innate pursuit of those challenges pushed me to study aerospace engineering. And once I decided that I wanted to study engineering, it became quite uh, evident to me that the that previous synonymous with excellence in, in engineering education. And from having the, the first university-owned airport to educating 25 and counting astronauts, Purdue has a, an unparalleled tradition in aerospace and one that students, faculty, and alumni would like take great pride in. Um, The incredible facilities at Purdue for aerospace engineering from hypersonic wind tunnels to the world's largest academic propulsion lab uh, drew me to the university along with its very friendly students and approachable yet highly esteemed faculty. And just the the awesome aerospace and aviation program at Purdue paired with the vibrant Big Ten atmosphere has made my college experience uh, just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like obviously a great school to choose from the cradle of astronauts. Uh, obviously you made the right choice and it's paid off for you as you're about to graduate and obviously just received the uh, GA Ross Award. Uh, Talk about uh, winning that award and just kind of your reaction to finding out you won.
0: Yes, uh, well, I was asked to join a Zoom call under the guise of an exit interview with my academic advisor. (laughs) And uh, all of a sudden the Dean of Students, my advisors, professors, family members, and friends uh, uh, appeared to my great surprise. right? First, I was quite a few confused um, <laughs> at the time. I, I thought I was going through a few screening processes for my future position in the defense industry, and I initially thought the call was related to that. Um, but when the actual purpose of the call became evident, it was a it was a great moment um, when, that I will most definitely not forget, and I'm just extraordinarily extraordinarily grateful for and, and honored by my selection as a recipient of the 2021 GA Ross Award. Uh, I know firsthand the, the incredible magnitude and talent that defines a, this body here at Purdue. And I'm just thrilled to represent that spirit.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congratulations to you. It sounds like well-deserved in your time at Purdue. Let's kind of talk about your time at Purdue as well, just at some of the uh, clubs or organizations or whatever you were kind of inv- involved in.
0: Yes, uh, so I'll highlight my time at Purdue has been serving two terms on the executive board of the Purdue student branch of the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics, first as treasurer and then as president uh, for the 2020 calendar year. Um, And the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics is a leading global professional organization dedicated to advancing and and celebrating um, aerospace advancements and technology. And uh, joining and eventually leading the Purdue branch, which is one of the largest aerospace student groups in the country and on campus by membership, was an awesome experience in terms of allowing for hands on application concepts that we learn in the lecture halls to actual design teams. And these design teams range uh, from a vertical flight systems team that operates in the electric uh, vertical takeoff and landing space, all the way to a, a hybrid rocket team that was established in 2018 in partnership with another fantastic student organization, Purdue Space Program, um, that has since made Purdue the only school in the, in the country, to my knowledge, with concurrent student led liquid hybrid and solid fueled rocket teams. Cool.
1: And as you kind of look back over your uh, four years or however long you were at Uh Purdue, talk about some Uh of the memories that Uh stick out for you.
0: Yes, um, it's certainly difficult to pick out just a few (laughs) from the many memories I've forged on the campus. um, For the past few years, I've worked in the Advanced Aviation Analytics Institute for Research Center of Research Excellence at the Purdue airport under the great guidance of Dr. John Mott, uh, who's been a a personal and scholastic mentor of mine. And I started my uh, undergraduate research journey uh, there, through the Discovery Park undergraduate research internship, and I can say that the just the nature of those re- research projects, uh, including drone aerial separation to uh, and, and various airport operational improvement pro- projects, have uh, allowed me to to explore my passions within aerospace. Have been absolutely integral to my academic success since. Um, a few other memories I have just uh, also. Um, during my time with the Purdue student branch of the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics. I had the pleasure of participating in youth outreach events such as Purdue Space Day and Purdue Aviation Day to inspire future generations of of aerospace engineers and professionals. And with support from the university and uh, the national organization, our Purdue chapter also had the great honor of posting um, just incredible guest speakers, ranging from NASA astronauts to Air Force generals uh, who all imparted their wisdom on our membership base. Um, I also enjoyed hosting dozens of diverse aerospace companies uh, who all recruited to our ranks and, and let us know what was going on at, at the frontier of their technologies. Um, outside of that, that uh, organization, I was also a member of the Purdue Sigma Gamma Tau National Aerospace Engineering Honor Society chapter, as well as Produce Mortarboard and 5 Beta Kappa Societies. Uh, Purdue's Mortarboard chapter, and in particular, is a fantastic collection of just highly driven student leaders who represent a diverse cross-section of the student body and participation in that organization has been a notably rewarding and motivating part
1: of my year on campus. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> when did you sleep over the last four years? <laughs> sleep is a bit sparse at
0: times, but uh, it's
1: always fun. Well, when you weren't busy with all those uh, organizations, and all the things you were involved in, where was your go-to spot? Did you like going to games or was a, a spot on campus that you like to go hang out?
0: Uh, so I'm a big uh, sports fan, right? So I, I love the uh, Purdue football team. Um, sadly, did not get to see a ton of that this past year, mm-hmm. but I'm excited for the for the years to come. Uh, it's definitely sports. I'm also a major uh, Chicago Bears fan. Okay. Uh, so watching uh, football games, um, any any type of sporting event with uh, friends, family was uh, a great pastime. Uh, as far as hangouts on campus, uh, I do love going out to the uh, university-owned airport. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm studying uh, airspace, I, I feel like I want to be as close to the, the subject as, as possible. And that's great, uh, what we have going on out of the airport um, and our, our fantastic flight training program.
1: Yeah, talk about how fortunate you are uh, to have that at Purdue, that you have an airport on campus, you have the rich history of uh, NASA astronauts, as I mentioned earlier, they have that right at the fingertips on campus.
0: Sure, it's it's truly tremendous. I uh, said before, we have 25 astronauts uh, 16 of which, I believe, have graduated from the uh, AeroAstro, the, the School of Aeronautics and Astronautics. Um, it's it's just inspiring, you know, walking through the, the halls of uh, of our Neil Armstrong Hall of Engineering you know, and a few others on campus, uh, and being able to see the, the pre pioneers who just paved the way for us. It's uh, really a, a very rewarding and inspiring experience for us. Um, it makes us want to study harder, learn more, and and keep pushing those boundaries and and fulfill uh the name of
1: Purdue out in industry and government and in academia. That's cool. And I'm gonna ask if uh you know being a NASA astronaut was in the future cards, but I I think I did as I was preparing for this podcast See, you actually already have a job lined up post graduation. Is that correct? Talk about that.
0: Yes. So uh I would love to go to space at some time um but when that when the time is right. So uh Um, I will be joining the Boeing Company. I'm I'm very thrilled about that uh, upon graduation. Um, I will be a systems engineer, and I'm just extremely thrilled to be joining the Boeing Company, um, specifically as a systems engineer within Boeing Defense Space and Security in St. Louis, uh, Missouri. Um, It's just commercial aircraft, military aircraft, space systems, and beyond. Boeing also has such a rich history and, and bright future. I know that Boeing solves the the toughest problems in aerospace. I just can't wait to get down there and start learning from it and working with some of the best uh, engineers in
1: the industry. That's awesome. When do you start over there? Uh, it'll be mid June. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A couple of weeks maybe off after uh, school to get kind of a little rest and then right back yeah, in. Decompress a bit and uh, then get down to business. Yes. Awesome. That's so cool. And it's uh, kind of as you reflect and look back at your time here at Purdue, what do you what do you take away from Take away from it,
0: yeah. So I I just think organizations from universities to companies are differentiated by their people, um, and Purdue has some of the greatest people uh, on the planet, um, some of the smartest people, and just some of the most good-natured people you can find in the Midwest, and then within academia. I'm just extremely fortunate to have had those experiences over the past few years. Um, I've had a great time uh, at Purdue and and all the people I've met. It's uh, just throughout my nearly four years Purdue, my fellow students and I have been afforded world-class academic and professional development opportunities, uh, both in the School of Aeronautics and Astronautics and then the the School of Aviation and Transportation Technology. Our education has always been empowered by uh, supporting us through experiential experiential learning in uh, aerospace student organizations, and then also leading-edge undergraduate aerospace uh, research, in in addition to traditional learning in a uh, classroom setting. Yeah. And I'm incredibly fortunate to have had those experiences. Uh, it's prepared me very well to enter into industry, and I can't wait to see what um, some of my classmates do as well uh, upon graduation.
1: Yeah, that's so awesome, man. I'm glad to have had the opportunity to just kind of get to learn more about you here on the podcast. As we're kind of wrapping up, anything else you'd like to uh, share with our listeners?
0: Sure. I'd I'd just like to say that, um, especially in the challenging times, I'm very grateful for the exceptional opportunities and instruction that I've received at Purdue. I just want to reiterate that um, as we reach this modern golden era of human space flight and rapidly approach new uh, impactful frontiers elsewhere, it's an incredibly exciting time to be studying aerospace. I can't imagine a greater place to do so than right here uh, at Purdue, so thank you.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you so much, Zach. Again, I want to thank uh, Sasha and you Zach for joining the podcast and if you guys want to learn or read a little bit more on on Sasha Zach or any of the other uh, award winners that Purdue recently have named and will be recognized at graduation ceremonies if you're on our website below this video interview there are some links there for you guys to be able to check that out and just read a little bit more about them as well so Zach, thank you again so much. I know you are you are a bright young man and have a bright future ahead of you. And Purdue is also fortunate to have you as a graduating student next week. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, best of luck in your future endeavors and boiler up. Boiler up. Thank you. A reminder: you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod, and you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.